This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friend. How's everybody feeling today? It's a Tuesday, straight up 12 o'clock. Got a couple of hours to kill ahead of us here in the nice air-conditioned KDA studio. I hope everybody is doing all right. Hope you're hydrating today. And I hope you're ready to hang out with us for this full two hours here. It is a Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in on the Ticket Radio Network. We're all over your radio dial, but also online at 953theticket.com. In addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA and hit play. You'll be all set. If you want to shout at us today, uh, that's easy enough. 870-930-3776. Those are the digits on the Ritter Communications hotline. And then also, you can shout at us on social media. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio and then on twitter at kara underscore richie you can also hit us up by searching for the hashtag wdrz i'm kara i'm joined in studio by producer kate carlton good afternoon so uh this is us this is what we're doing today hanging out talking couple hours same old same old uh it is tuesday though so that means that coming up in hour number two in fact at 1 30 we will be joined in studio by voice of the red wolves matt stoltz as we all you know Kill a little time as we get closer to the football season. Uh, just looking at some news and notes of what is going on locally. It is a very quiet week for Arkansas State as all athletics competition is over until the fall. Um, however, Red Wolves Athletics will be hosting a movie night coming up on Thursday at Centennial Bank Stadium. So it's a free movie. They show it on the stadium video board I think the uh, gates open at 6, and then the movie gets going at 6.30. And if you want the full details there, that's going to be at astateredwolves.com. Meanwhile, the Cardinals played really terrible last night until they didn't. They trailed Pittsburgh 5 to nothing at Bush Stadium after five innings, but then they battled back to score seven unanswered runs and win 7-5. to five. Dylan Carlson, Paul Goldschmidt both homered in the contest. Cardinals and Pirates set for a split double header today game one's going to start at 12 15 on 95 9 the wolf also in baseball news but switching to college the uh, entire field for the college world series is set uh it was auburn and stanford punching their tickets yesterday so it's uh, a whole lot of sec that's going to be taking place this weekend in omaha we'll look at the slate and look at the odds coming up later on today but uh do want to Throw out the KavanaughCars.com question before we get any deeper into the show. And I want to know what you feel like is the smartest move your team has ever made. And there's a lot of different directions you can go with that, whether it was to bring in a particular coach, uh, to trade for a particular player, to go in a certain direction with a draft pick. What do you feel like is something that your team did and you're just like, man, that was that was smart. That was a good move. Um. I thought I was being inspired by a trade that happened today in Cardinal history. Lou Brock for Ernie Brolio. Um, turns out that's tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the wrong uh, on this day in sports history, and I was like, yeah, I can play a show around this trade. 
and uh, planned the show around the trade, and then the trade's not till well, the anniversary's tomorrow. So uh, this would not be, asking this question today would not be the smartest move this show has ever made, but it is asking you for the smartest move that your team has ever made, and uh, we'll look at that, and of course, uh, also, uh, we'll touch on some Cardinals baseball coming up here in just a few minutes as they get ready to start playing today at 12:15. I don't know if that's necessarily the smartest move that the Cardinals ever made in in their franchise history. I mean, picking Albert late in the draft. You know, there's some other things that happened throughout the course of their 140 plus years in baseball that looked pretty good. But very rarely is there a trade that's so lopsided it almost makes you wonder if you know an organization could actually see the future because it's easy to to look back on that trade and think that you know the Cardinals just absolutely fleece the Cubs but I think what people fail to remember and I, I certainly didn't realize this until I looked back at it was just how good Brolio was leading up to that it's not like the Cubs were taking damaged goods when that trade happened he was a phenomenal pitcher at that point in time. He was coming off one of the better seasons uh, from around Major League Baseball when that trade happened. And at that time, when it happened, it was viewed as you know a, a success story for Chicago. Of course, they could not quite look into the future and see that Brolo was, was hardly going to pitch anymore in his career. Uh, that he would basically be known more for being injured than what he was able to accomplish on the mound in in a Chicago uniform. But, um, again, wild how it kind of worked out. He won 21 games for the Cardinals in 1960. I mean, pretty much all of us would take a 21-game winner on our team just about any year, any era. Yeah. Uh, certainly right now when uh, pitcher wins are a lot harder to come by because guys aren't pitching as deep. I mean, you would sign up for that in, in a heartbeat. If, uh, But, again, it was a, uh, a situation where it just uh, worked out considerably in the Cardinals' favor. Of course, they went out and got a Hall of Famer out of it in Lou Brock, a uh, guy who passed away just not that, uh, not that long ago but was an incredible representative of uh, – of the Cardinals, of course. By the way, Brock and Brolio. If you haven't gone back and, and like looked at their story, because obviously there are two names that are kind of interwoven in sports history. Um, a lot of times, when you if, if you tell the story of Lou Brock, you tell the story of Ernie Brolio with it. Um, and of course, it's always considered to be one of the most lopsided trades in in sports history. But I always thought it was really admirable the way that Brolio handled that. I mean. There was a story back in 2016 about Brolio, and he was showing off a signed photo from Lou Brock that said, quote, Ernie, history and time have bonded us together. You are and were a hell of a player. So I always thought it was cool that those guys continued to, you know, maintain some kind of a relationship after just uh, a weird situation forever put their names together. By the way, that's Keith Merritt's answer already today for our KavanaughCars.com question. But uh, one more time, we're asking you, what do you feel like was the smartest move your team has ever made? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a pro team today, although uh, that's the direction the first couple answers have gone on social media. But if you had, you know, if you're a, a college fan and your 
college went out and made an incredible coaching hire or administration hire or somehow uh, swooped in at the last second and got a player who was committed to be somewhere else, we'll certainly take all of those answers as well. So looking forward to the responses today. We've thrown out the question. i tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause. We'll come back and start diving into it when we get back. Phone lines open during the break at 930-3776, but we will be back after this here on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Do you have significant manufacturing experience? In addition to offering weekend shifts with 40 hours paid for 36 hours work and seasonal shift incentives with bigger bonuses and increased starting pay, Linux Industries in Stuttgart is now hiring individuals with significant manufacturing experience at above their current entry-level rate. Experienced individuals can start at $16.15 an hour for the first shift and $16.90 for a second shift at Linux. Linux also offers excellent benefits, including full medical and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and work inside an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses and increased starting pay for seasonal shifts. Weekend shifts that pay 40 hours for 36 hours worked. And now, starting pay above current entry-level rates for individuals with significant manufacturing experience. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity opportunity employer. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at at Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway. Hey, this is Angie Gallagher at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Listen to this great deal that just hit the real estate market. It is two homes on 30 acres of pasture with a pond and a large barn for only $275,000. The main home is newer and has three bedrooms and two baths. The second home is an older three-bedroom that is a fixer-upper. This is a great little hobby farm. Call us at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty at 870-219-5159 or check it out on our website at unitedcountryozarks.com. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact. I grew up on tour with my parents. Kind of different, but we bonded over music just like other families do over sports, camping, or other interests. And we talked. Little everyday conversations from silly to serious that built a foundation over time. Honest conversations 
like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. And I was so grateful that you and mom had become these sober, stable people who were always there for me. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now, that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs, whether it's music or anything else. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Red Zone, it's Kara and Cade with you today in studio. A nice air-conditioned studio. I'm trying to I'm trying to at least wait until the second segment before I complained about the weather. So we we I feel like I'm showing a lot of restraint by waiting until 1213 to complain about how hot it is. It was it was uh not bad this morning at about eight o'clock. <laughs> That's the best we can hope for right now, is just not bad. It yeah. was not terrible today yeah. when we when the day first started. Uh, 94 feels like 102. Going to be like this for several more days as we are under uh, some kind of heat advisory. We'll continue to be under heat advisory. So, again, just I'm just going to reiterate, hydrate, friends. Please hydrate. And by hydrate, I don't mean beer that's close to water. I mean, like, actual real legitimate water. Maybe even uh, one of those good hydrating sports drinks. Not one of the sugary ones, but, you know, one of the ones that can help you uh, with the electrolytes or whatever, but uh, please, please uh, stay safe out there. If you are somebody who has to work outside, make sure you're getting plenty of breaks. And uh, also, friends, sunscreen. That's my PSA for today. <laughs> Don't forget about that. Because already being hot and then getting a sunburn is like, I don't know. I'm sitting here thinking about how maybe I might need to start changing my ways. I don't think I'd last very long <laughs> in hell, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, 9303776 is a number to call. What's the smartest move your team has ever made? Pro team, college team, whoever you follow the closest, whoever you feel the strongest about the team you consider your team. What's one time you can go back in history and just think, man, holy smokes, they nailed it. I was kind of thinking about this, you know, obviously I wanted to throw out an answer from an Arkansas State perspective. And, uh, you know, uh, Trey throws out one where he says, Gus Malzahn at A-State, which, yes, that was obviously a very, very good hire, as was uh, pretty much all the guys who came in through that era, you know, uh, with, um, you know, Coach Roberts hiring Hugh Freeze originally as OC, and then Hugh Freeze getting that uh, job promotion. Those were very, very good moves that happened during the Arkansas State era. But I wanted to throw out a, a bigger picture one in regards to the Red Wolves, and that is the rebrand. That rebrand from Arkansas State, from the Indians to the Red Wolves, in in retrospect, looks awfully good. Now, that was not 100% a willing rebrand as the NCAA backed Arkansas State into a corner and said, you have to do this. But when you go back and you look at some of the other options that Arkansas State was looking at uh, during that time, you just wonder if those would have caught on 
like the Red Wolves mascot did. One thing that I didn't realize, because I guess somehow I'd never read this article, but I did come across an article from uh, January 31st of 2008 in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And originally, the... Well, originally, A-State was going with, with wolves. And they kind of retained the right to go with, with red wolves later. They knew it was going to be wolves. But it was a question of whether it was going to be wolves or red wolves. Arkansas State wolves sounds kind of weird. And there are plenty of other wolves out there. But A-State decided to go ahead and go in the red wolves direction. Apparently, you know, wolves had been one of the more popular options at A-State since that search began. But you add red, of course, you obviously uh, get to keep the scarlet and black as your colors there. It fits right in. And then all it was about uh, after, all they had to do after that was uh, get the, the official logo in place, address issues like the length of the wolf's ears or the sharpness of its teeth, and then they were all set. But again, it, it, it's weird to go back and, and look in history at some of the 42 names that were recommended by subcommittees when that change was taking place. Black wolves, diamonds, mustangs, mallards. I don't hate the red dragons. That's kind of interesting to me. Then you also had A's, ridge runners, ridge raiders, thunderbirds. It's interesting stuff to go back and look at that and see what some of the other options were because obviously... Uh, this is one that uh, that works very, very well for Arkansas State. Let's go to the phones. Check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm good. I'm a driving today. I just had to go to the grocery store. I'm not supposed to be driving, but hey, I'm at it. And what, before I get into my answer to your question, and I told Cade, Jesse, for the first time in our married life of 22 and a half years, told me no about this weekend so i'm looking for anybody that will take me this saturday but if my team gets to the finals i'm going if it's on a greyhound bus okay he said there won't be nobody there to watch you and you'll do everything listen i'm 63 years old i already do everything i want to i don't need anybody watching me okay i've got that off my chest okay uh, I think every school or, or you know, pro, everybody has made good and bad hires. And if they say they haven't, they're lying. Mm -hmm. But I think, I'm going to go with recently, because I could go back to Coach Bulls. To me, he's the best hire Arkansas ever made mm -hmm. and uh, the most beloved. But I'm going to go recent. And I'm going to say Eric Musselman, when they hired this guy, when um, Hunter Juracek hired him, I actually called up there. Now, this shows you how, what an idiot I am or what I can be. I actually called up there screaming and hollering. I didn't know who Eric Musselman was. And I was throwing a fit to which they simply clicked the phone and went on to the next call. And uh, look at what he's done and look what I think he's going to do. And he's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, 
But I mean, I said, I said, Eric, my, who in the world? I called everybody around here. I said, who is this guy? We don't know. We don't know. I said, well, I'm fixed. Well, he's from the Lada. And I said, well, who cares about that? And so I said, I know. I'll just call up there and ask Connor. And I didn't get very far, and I heard click, which, looking back on it, like he told me at the Razorback Roundup, how do I feel about that hire now? And I feel pretty good about that hire. <laughs> and I feel great about the Sam Pittman hiring. And I told Kate it's so strange. A month ago, Arkansas and Ole Miss were hollering for Mike Bianco and Dave Van Horn's heads on platters. And now look who got the last laugh. And uh, it's a shame. I think we're in the same bracket or on the same side. But anyway, I do want Ole Miss to beat Auburn. I do want that. But anyway, good question. Thank you for taking hold on, my hold call. Hold on, hold on. Before you hang up, Miss Lisa, I, I have a question. I have a question. I, I, I'm, okay. I'm not going to disagree with you. Obviously, Eric Musselman has had phenomenal success there at the Arkansas program. But I am curious why you went with Musselman instead of Juracek, the guy who hired Musselman, who brought in Pittman, who brought in Neighbors, who's made some other key hires while he's been there. He's made every hire he's made, in my opinion, and, and thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate that. I do love Hunter Juracek, and he's great one-on-one. Tacky time, I mean, he's just, you can't beat him. I mean, he's he's great for us. He's the perfect fit. Um, I can't Put, and Hunter knows this. I told him this at the roundup. As much as I love him, he'll never be Frank Brawls to the fans okay. as an AD. So he's my second favorite AD of all time. And he he accepts that. He's the kind of guy that doesn't have the whatever. You know, the no order. But I, I'll tell you one thing. He's a dandy. Okay. And a money-raising machine he's uh he's got it all and he does it all without the three-piece suit and he doesn't have a wife i've got to bring just long into this now carrie you opened up the can of worms <laughs> his wife's name is not fanny fanny long was her name when he said, Lisa, I want to introduce you to my wife, Fanny, I busted out laughing <laughs> and turned around and walked off. Oh, yes, I did. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks, Miss Lisa. Nine three zero three seven seven six. the number to call. What's the smartest move your team's ever made? College team, pro team. What was something they did in retrospect that you just like, all right, nailed it. Again, I threw out my answer for A-State. Uh, in terms of uh, deciding to go in the Red Wolves' direction as a mascot. Also, I'm trying to think of the fight song. If they would have thrown, like, Ridge Runners in there. Because, you know, you got that sp- spot in the fight song where you got you got a spell. And Indians yeah. was perfect. And then it was a little awkward at first as everybody got used to spelling Red, W-L-V-E-S. I don't, I don't know how you make Ridge Raiders work with that. Yeah, that would have been weird. The whole line. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked. So yeah, just another reason. I'm sure that's what they were totally 100% focused on when they did the mascot redo. How do we make sure it works in the fight song? Uh, but anyways, another reason why it, why uh, that all worked out. 
Uh, looking elsewhere, again, uh, quiet day for Arkansas State as it should be. It's the offseason. We're 83. Oh, I'm not keeping track right now. It's 83, 82 days out from the start of the, the football season. I do want to give you a heads up, of course, once we look to the fall. Uh, soccer usually gets going just a little bit before that. It's been forever since we've caught up with Arkansas State soccer coach Brian Dooley. So we're going to do that tomorrow as part of our A-State Spotlight uh, brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. So he'll join us tomorrow at 1230. It's been an interesting offseason for A-State soccer. They have lost a couple of, of um, good players to the portal. Of course, they've also uh, brought in some newcomers as well of course uh, they've already had one camp this summer they got another to go but I just want to get caught up on the offseason for A-State soccer as you know that's a program that has continued to uh, just really fell fare well over the past few seasons and so now expectations are a little higher there so we'll catch up with coach Dooley tomorrow elsewhere for A-State uh, just uh, not a lot going on they are having some some youth football camps today I've seen some pictures of that so I'm kind of curious so uh, what is going on there is there's there's a whole lot of kiddos on the field at Centennial Bank Stadium. And I'm wondering just how much that is like herding cats and how <laughs> much of it is, <laughs> is football direction. But uh, that's what's going on at the stadium right now. Thursday night at Centennial Bank Stadium, they're going to offer uh, that movie night. And uh, it's free. So all you got to do is well, take one of those little battery-powered fans. But other than that, you just got to show up. Uh, is they're going to have that movie night coming up on Thursday. And I'm, I've never completely understood what the reasoning is, but you can't really say the name of it. But if you go to astateredwolves.com, there's like a picture of it. So it'll tell you. And it's just uh, an opportunity to take the fam. Uh, it is, you know, there is a clear bag policy all over campus. So it's a clear bag um, permitted to that event, or at least at all the, the sporting facilities. But you just hang out there on Allison Field. You can't bring chairs because it is, you know, a playing surface. But uh, you can bring your blankets. Um, you can bring the kiddo's stroller if need be. But, uh, again, all of that info for you at astateredwolves.com. We'll continue to look around uh, the college landscape and switch gears to baseball when we come back. But also when we come back, time to visit our neighbor to the north. We'll talk more about that when we return after the break. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Pico Foods and Pocahontas is offering you the chance for a great career as they're looking for CDL drivers. Pico Foods has live haul, feed mill, and truck shop utility CDL driver positions available. Total average pay is between $1,100 and $1,500 per week with great benefits including Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, dental and vision insurance, 401k, plus paid holidays and paid vacation. If you're a CDL driver, don't miss this opportunity to go to work for Pico Foods, an industry-leading supplier that is dedicated to customer satisfaction, competitive cost, and total quality management. Apply online at www.picofoods.com careers. That's www.picofoods.com careers. Or text JOBS to 844-802-7326. That's JOBS to 844-802-7326. Don't miss this great opportunity to work for this award-winning company. Pico Foods is an equal opportunity employer. 
When is a gift more than just a gift? When it's personalized and as unique as the person it's for. Unique Inc. has all your one-of-a-kind gift-giving needs for grads, dads, and every special occasion. Shirts, hats, accessories, and a new line of striker outdoor apparel perfect for the adventure lover in your life. Pick out the perfect gift for your special someone and then make it truly unique with monogramming, embroidery, screen printing, and more. When you think unique gifts, think Unique Inc. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. Did you know you can earn as high as 3% APY on your checking account? You can with Arkansas Federal Credit Union. They make it easy to grow your money fast, much faster than a standard account. Earn as high as 3% APY on your checking balance when monthly requirements are met. What else do you get? Free access to your credit score with Credit IQ, ability to get paid up to two days early, and more. APY is annual percentage yield. Call 1-800-456-3000 or visit AFCU.org for more details. Federally insured by NCUA. Livestock prices back on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 762 and a quarter down seven with September corn at 725 and three quarters down five. July soybeans at 1702 and a quarter down five and a quarter with August soybeans at 1621 down six and three quarters. July wheat at 1055 down 16 with September wheat at 1070 and a quarter down 15 and three quarters. July cotton at 144.03 down 163. October cotton at 128.67 down 96. July rice at 1650 up 12 cents with September rice at 1686 up 14. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 135 even up a dollar with August live cattle at 134.15 up 27 and a half. August feeder cattle at 171.70 up 37 and a half with September feeder cattle at 173.62 and a half up two and a half. June lane hogs at 108.52 and a half up 52 and a half with July hogs at 106.77 and a half up 10. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. Seeing agriculture at work all around us is like seeing hope in action. Farmers and Merchants Bank helps farmers and ranchers every day with production loans, equipment, real estate, and more. And we know finding the right lending expert is vital too. That's why we now have our lenders and their areas of expertise right on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender, growing with agriculture. Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate hanging out throughout the course of today. We'll make sure and throw some cardinal updates at you. As uh, it's a split double header today at Bush Stadium. Just what I would want to do on a 100 degree day is spend eight hours on a baseball field. Uh, but uh, so far, at least they're moving quickly. <laughs> it is the bottom of the first two away already for for the birds and uh, only one hit allowed in the top of the first to the pirates so pirates get one on but get nothing out of it cardinals nobody on at this point in time paul goldschmidt 
up to bat. Uh, his on-base streak was snapped, I think, the uh, the game before last in that series finale against the Reds. So what did he do yesterday? He went out and got on base like his four, first four at-bats. I think it just made him mad or something. So <laughs> we'll see what he does today and what the Cardinals and Pirates do today. Is again, uh, we will update you throughout the course of the show. We'll also look here in a moment at some college baseball. In play, no out for Paul Goldschmidt. So he's just going to steadily, again, he was not on base for like one at bat, and now he's just going to be on base forever again. He singles uh, with two away. But uh, back to what I was saying a moment ago. We'll catch up more on the Cardinals, look at how they had that comeback last night. But uh, I know that uh, with, with summer heat already crushing down on all of us and making everyone feel kind of miserable, I thought today would be a great day to all pretend like we were somewhere else. In particular, somewhere far, far, far north of here. Uh, that's right. It is time to head to the nearest Tim Hortons and stock up on some Labats for the CFL update. I always forget the name of this band and then remember the name of this band and then forget again every time we do this. But it's the Tragically Hip. I can't remember what the name of the song is about, but it's something about like the, the entire song is about hockey which might not work for the CFL update, but whatever. <laughs> it's all Canadian anyways. All right, let's get the bad news out of the way uh, right out of the gate. Cody Grace is injured. The Australian sensation is dealing with a groin strain, so we did not get to see him punt the ball all the way to Moose Jaw in week one. Um, he was just placed, though, on the one-week injured reserve instead of the six-week. So, fingers crossed, that means that he's going to return to action for Calgary in week two as they take on Hamilton on Saturday. Meanwhile, a pair of former A-State teammates were on opposing sidelines in week one. Justin McKinnis's Saskatchewan Rough Riders topped Kyle Wilson's Hamilton Tiger Cats. 30-13. to 13. The best thing about McKinnis' performance was just that he was out there to begin with because that was uh, a significant issue for him last year. Uh, just injured, like, the whole time. But uh, he was on the sidelines, did manage to haul in two catches for 16 yards. Kyle Wilson for Hamilton recorded one defensive tackle and one special teams tackle. Yes, in the CFL box score, they have them listed separately. They also spelled defense with a C, but that is a tangent for another day. Fun fact about the Tiger Cats. They have a spirit leader named Pigskin Pete. I don't know what Pigskin has to do with the Tiger Cat, but I digress. Pigskin Pete leads the Hamilton faithful in a cheer called the Oski Yell. It goes like this. Oski Wee Wee. Oski Wah Wah. Holy Mackinac. Tigers eat them raw. It is, you know, no whoop that trick, but I guess it'll do. The Canadian version of whoop that trick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, last but not least, Mon Shadrick Hunter and the Red Blacks were in Winnipeg in week one, but suffered a heartbreaker and lost 19 to 17. Money Hunter finished the game with three defensive stops. They'll get a rematch against the Blue Bombers Friday in Ottawa. The city that fun forgot. And that is it for your week one CFL update. By the way, it's 79 degrees right now in Ottawa if you just want to feel even more miserable. Yeah. Looks like there's snow in Calgary. 
So Calgary, I don't know if it would be snowing in Calgary, Calgary. But if you go like an hour away from Calgary, there's this area called Banff. And basically, it's the foothill of the Canadian Rockies. So there's always snow there. Yeah. It's actually stunningly gorgeous, by the way. See, now I have to look it up. What is the temperature in Calgary? Yeah, it's it's snowing south of Calgary in Canada and into Montana. So, Holy crap, it's 48 degrees there right now. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That is amazing. Also, I don't know what this means. There's like a, a rainfall warning right now for southern Alberta. Their rainfall totals are going to be between 75 and 125 millimeters. I don't, I don't know what that, what that means. <laughs> like to, so. uh, we're going to move on. All right, that wraps up the CFL update. We'll do it again uh, next Tuesday as we'll uh, do that to, to help us make it through uh, the summer here. But uh, throwing out the KavanaughCars.com question again as we reset there. Coaching hire, player trade, draft pick, whatever. What's the smartest move? your team has ever made you all uh, some great feedback today on twitter at kara underscore richie meanwhile uh, looking at what's going on with the cardinals and uh, we gave you the score update uh, nothing nothing is paul goldschmidt got on base but nobody was able to drive him in matthew liberator on the mound today cardinals looking to you know get a little bit of, of momentum going in this series you should be able to certainly certainly uh this cardinal team is better than the pirates but last night kind of shows one of the reasons why uh, it didn't look great for St. Louis through the beginning of that game. Um, Zach Thomas making his first start uh, in Major League Ball. He'd done a little bit of relieving, but first start for the Cardinals wasn't great. Um, nobody was hitting early in that game, just really off balance by, kept really off balance by the Pirates starter. And so early on in that one, it was it was five to nothing. And about the time that it, I think everybody was probably about ready to turn off the TV and, you know, had probably thrown out a little bit of profanity at their television screen. That's when all of a sudden uh, everybody in that game decided to get their heads out of their backsides and, and start playing a little bit better. And then lo and behold, the Cardinals go and score seven unanswered to be able to to pull away and win. It was really... I mean, it was really a group effort. Um, obviously, Nolan Gorman um, had kind of the exclamation, or excuse me, Dylan Carlson um, had the exclamation point there with a three-run bomb. But, you know, you had you had to have good work from the bullpen. They threw um, four innings of, of, of no-run uh, ball. Uh, you also had, of course, Paul Goldschmidt hit a home run. And, uh, you know, Brendan Donovan continues to impress as well. So it was really one of those things where, just everybody was able to get in on the action and and play fairly well. Um, I continue to wonder, you know, what Brendan Donovan's story is going to be. Because time and time again in this Cardinal franchise, we see guys come up that aren't heralded prospects and do well. Like, I don't think Tommy Edmond was on anybody's top 100 prospect list a couple of years ago. And then lo and behold, here he is. In St. Louis, batting leadoff, faring well, and he's one of the leaders in, in wins above replacement in terms of position players in, in all of the National League. And I wonder if if Brendan Donovan is going to be able to follow that template as well. Donovan's got some really interesting numbers if you go back and look at his minor league career. He went to South Alabama, by the way, so he's a Sunbelt guy. And you go back, and of course his college numbers are, are great because obviously, typically they are if you're going to be a major league player. But then when he first got into minor league ball, 
he was just he was just okay. He was just okay at state college uh, in the A single A league. Actually, he wasn't okay there. He was not good. It was a very small sample size, but he did not fare well in that small sample size. Um, he ended up in 2019 at Peoria in A ball, and he was he was fine. But when somebody is batting 266 at the A ball level, there's nothing that makes you think, all right, this guy's going to be a future major leaguer. And then it's weird because, of course, nobody played in 2020 in the minors. And then he gets to 2021 and across three different levels, bats over 300 at Peoria and Springfield and, and Memphis combined. He was good in the Arizona Fault League, and then he batted almost uh, 300 at Memphis this year before being called up, which is kind of weird because it's, I'm always going to wonder, you know, that 2020 year, how much development that cost players across baseball. It impacted every single organization. It impacted every single minor league player. There are guys that maybe in an alternate reality would have had a successful major league career, and that year of development just, just tanked what their future was going to look like. Yeah. But yet here's Brendan Donovan that with a year off is was was better in 21 than he was in 19. I would uh, obviously credit that to him and whatever he did during that time to make sure he was still ready to go for that next opportunity when minor league baseball resumed. But now here he is and he is playing very well in in major league ball. Um, and, and his just just his versatility has been so incredibly important for the Cardinals because he has played everywhere. And more often than not, when he plays, it seems like he's going to get a hit and half the time it's going to be a double. He's batting 310. He just continues to be a, a contributor. So I still keep waiting to, you know, we're still a long way from figuring out whether Brendan Donovan is going to be Tommy Edmund or Bo Hart. But... Right now he's leaning more towards the former, and he's just yet another one of those unheralded cardinal devil magic guys that comes out of nowhere and looks like they belong, even when nothing in their past kind of indicated that. Uh, I think he's 0 for 1 today while I sit here and brag on him, but that's okay. It's still it's still early. Uh, Pirates do have another hit, so they've got a runner on third with two out. Uh, but... Um, this one uh, just getting started. Game one already underway for Pirates and Cardinals. And then uh, game two tonight at 645. So a split doubleheader. The big news for the Birds, though. Jack Flaherty starts for the St. Louis Cardinals tomorrow. So there's just, I'm sure, around that franchise today and, and looking ahead to tomorrow, a lot of finger crossing and knocking on wood and what have you. Uh, that Flair can come back and just uh, look like the pitcher that he is capable of being in terms of, of how good he is. But then also, how deep can he go? How comfortable will he look out there? He could have had another rehab start. Probably um, might might should have, but he wanted to face quality opponents in his Rehab work instead of quality. So I'd imagine tomorrow will be a short start, but he'll be out there nonetheless. So that's something, uh, a big reason to watch Cardinals and Pirates tomorrow. Let's go to the phones and check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. How are y'all? Good. What's going on? Not much. I wanted to know what you two guys pick as y'all's uh, answers from yesterday's poll question. Uh, best team to never win a championship. 
I was about to say, what was yesterday's poll question? <laughs> Best team to never win a championship. Uh, the 2004 Cardinals and uh, the the 16-0 and 0 Patriots. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I don't know. That Patriots team probably is on there. Uh, the first Heat team with LeBron who lost to the Mavericks is probably on there. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. That's what I was thinking, too. Anyways, um, I wanted y'all's uh, thoughts on Craig Miller's poll question this morning. I was in, you know, it was, uh, who would you rather have at first base? Uh, 2006, Albert Pujols, or 1998, Mark McGuire? And uh, I guess this question came up because, you know, Paul Goldschmidt's been on a tear right now, and he's first baseman. But uh, I don't think it's even a question. I mean, I know Big Mac hit 70 homers that year. He batted 299. And I think 140 something RBIs. Albert that year batted 331 and 06, batted 331, 49 homers, and uh, I think 130 something RBIs. I think Big Mac came by about 20 homers and 10 RBIs. But uh, Albert, thanks a better fielder, and of course a lot better on base. You know, a lot better uh, yeah. on base percentage and a lot better batting average. But uh, I'd take Albert. I'd take Albert. He also won a Gold Glove that year. You know, yeah, that he won was... two gold gloves, and that was one of the years. Yeah, I mean, Big Mac won one back in his early days in Oakland, but Albert better better fielder as well. But uh, yeah, look, I love me some Big Mac. I loved it when he when he when he got there back in the late nineties. Uh, but uh, we kind of got luckier whenever Big Mac retired in one and, and Albert stepped in there and filled that role more more than fulfilled that role and then some. But uh, anyways, uh, what are we talking about today? Give us a time when your team. Whether it's you know whichever whichever team you want to claim is your team today, uh, made uh, actually how did I even phrase this? What's the smartest <laughs> What's the smartest move your team has ever made? Oh, wow, hmm, good question. Why have to think about that? Uh, I do like the fact that Tom Brady was you know did take did take pay cuts to keep certain players there in New England, you know. Uh, I thought that was smart. Um, man. Uh, when was it? Was it Memphis when they traded? Was it OJ Mayo or uh, who was the other one? Uh, traded Mayo for love, didn't they? Yeah, but they got they traded somebody. Got rid of somebody. Right before the great and grind kicked off, someone came back. It was someone was injured and came back here later, and it's almost like we digressed. But uh, Rudy Gay. Yes, yes. Wasn't Rudy Gay injured that one year when they beat the uh, the Spurs? He came back. Yeah. Year and it kind of, yeah. It's almost like, kind of like we went backwards. Yeah. You know, and Rudy Gay was a was a borderline all star. I think he's putting up some, like almost twenty a game. But chemistry was so much better after he left, wasn't it? I thought yeah. so. Yeah, because they got Tayshawn Prince. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with that. I mean, you think, well, Rudy Gay, you know, he's a he's a twenty point per game scorer, but the chemistry just wasn't there. And, of course, getting rid of Allen Iverson back in the day because he wasn't willing to, to take a secondary role to Mike Conley. He didn't, this wasn't Allen Iverson 2000. I'm sorry. you know, But uh, he, he didn't want to come in there and mentor uh, my, uh, Mike Conley. He wanted to be the man, and his, his day come and gone. Yeah, he was a Grizzly for like 32 seconds. Maybe 32 exactly. hours, but long not much longer long than that. Trip, long yeah. enough to make the trip over to Tunica and gamble a little bit, care up in the poker room. But uh, anyhow... Uh, quick question, Cade. Do you get Amazon Prime? Uh, yes. 
Hey, well, Carol, I'll ask you too, but have you heard of this show called The Boys on Amazon Prime? I've heard of it. Everyone says <laughs> I need to watch it. I haven't gotten around to watching it. Well, just whenever you do, just uh, thank, thank Deadpool, but on steroids. All I'm gonna say. Yeah, about that. <laughs> I I need to finish my rewatch of Stranger Things, and then I got to finish Stranger Things when it comes back, and then I got Only Murders in the Building, so I I'll get to it at some point. Uh, they're making a spinoff, uh, Driving Miss Lisa. They're driving Miss Daisy. Uh, she needs a ride to Omaha for the uh, World Series. That she does. Oh, She's already called driving today. Miss Lisa. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Zach. Exactly. We appreciate it. We got to go to See break. Ya. See ya. We do. We'll hit pause. We'll come back and wrap up this noon hour right after this on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night, the Celtics failed to capitalize on Golden State's off night. Celtics limited Steph Curry to zero threes for the first time in four years, out-rebounded the Warriors by eight, had twice as many free throws, and held the Warriors to just under 23% from three-point range. Despite all of that, Boston still managed to drop game five. There's obviously still hope for Boston. The team has played the Warriors tough all series, but it's hard not to think the Celtics didn't waste an opportunity last night. The Warriors have historically dominated game six, and it's hard to imagine Steph Curry having back-to-back bad shooting nights. The series is never officially over until that team secures the fourth win. But the Warriors stealing a game last night after a historically off night makes it hard to think the Celtics didn't waste a tremendous opportunity to take a commanding 3-2 series lead and take that back home. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Callaway's Chrome Soft isn't just better for the better players, it's better for everyone. Starting with our best-selling regular Chrome Soft, golfers get better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for workability, Chrome Soft X gives you excellent spin consistency and tour-level greenside control. And finally, Chrome Soft XLS delivers lower spin on longer shots, firmer feel, yet high spin around the greens. Learn more, find your golf ball today at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. More people are listening to the Ticket Radio Network than ever before. And as we continue to grow, our plan is to keep giving you all the sports talk you've come to love. High school, Red Wolves, Razorbacks, Cardinals. And as we head into summer, we're counting down to football season just like you. Keep listening every weekday to the Front Row with Budrow, 7 to 10. RWRC Radio, 10 to noon. The Workday Red Zone with Carol Ritchie from noon to 2. The Setup from 2 to 3. And The Drive with Brad Bobo from 3 to 6. It's all right here on the Ticket Radio Network. If you came across a child struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you recognize a 13-year-old boy who gets into fights at school, not because he's a boy, but because he's hungry? Or a two-year-old girl who cries all night, not because she's sick, but because she went to bed without enough to eat? Or maybe a nine-year-old boy who hopes a friend invites him to a sleepover? Not for fun, just so we can have dinner. Or a 15-year-old girl who goes for walks over lunch so her friends won't know she doesn't have anything to eat? 
I am the one in seven American children who struggle with hunger. Kids you pass by every day, but never knew were hungry. I am child hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. My family and I finally found the perfect apartment to rent. My school is right down the block. Can we go to the park anytime we want? Yes, sweetie. Then, after we were turned down, how was I going to explain? The landlord doesn't want families with kids in his building? So we made a call to HUD and found out that's illegal. If you think you've been discriminated against, call HUD at 1-800-669-9777 or go to HUD.gov slash fair housing. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, uh, almost through hour one here on the Workday Red Zone. We're asking you, what's the smartest move your team has ever made? Several of you actually thrown out. Interesting that we've gotten several different Cardinal trades thrown out as answers, and nobody has mentioned the same one. Of course, tomorrow is the anniversary of Brock Fabrolio, which was uh, pretty pretty smart at the time. Uh, landed the Cardinal as a Hall of Famer. Of course, Brolio was a great pitcher before that, but was injured during his time with the Cubs. Mike throws out a trade several years after that. Gary Templeton for Ozzie Smith, among others. Uh, yes, that worked out for the Cardinals. Once again, landed the franchise a Hall of Famer in Ozzie. So that was one. And then Ethan throws out an even different Cardinal trade, where he mentions back in 2011, the Cardinals trading Colby Rasmus for Octavio, Octavio Dotel, Zipchinski, and Edwin Jackson at the 2011 trade deadline. Now, that did not net the Cardinals, of course, any Hall of Famers out of that trade like the previous two did that we mentioned, but it got the Cardinals a World Series title. So, I mean, yeah, less Colby Rasmus' dad. Yes. Less of Colby Rasmus' dad. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was. Uh, Always wonder. We referenced very briefly earlier, you know, alternate timelines. What 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 kind of career would Colby Rasmus have had if his dad wasn't insane? If he could have just gone with the full neck beard. I mean, he wasn't in the league for more than what, like two or three years after that trade. He or did he have an extended career? Because I don't remember hearing about him after that. <laughs> he did not have an extended career, but he was around for at least five or six more years after that. He had a, a couple of different stints after that. Maybe. Uh, he went to the Blue Jays. Maybe he's with the Angels and the Astros. I'm going to pull up his baseball reference page during the break because now I'm curious. Also, uh, Ethan credits the Cardinals trading Brett Wallace for Matt Holliday a couple years before that one. Again, also landed a pretty key piece there. So we'll continue to look at your answers in hour number two. Take your answers on the phones as well. Also in hour two at 1.30, we're going to chat with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. So all kinds of stuff still to come. In the second hour of the program, we hope you keep it right here with us for the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. It's split doubleheader action for the Cardinals and Pirates today at Bush on 95-9. The Wolf game one underway in St. Louis. They're in the third inning with a scoreless tie so far. Matthew Libertor pitching against JT Brubaker. In the nightcap, it'll be Andre Palente for the Cardinals against Pittsburgh's Ronsi Contreras. Free game at 5 50 and the first pitch at 645. The Cardinals announcing this morning that Jack Flaherty will make a season debut on the mound tomorrow in game four of the series. He'll be on a 60 pitch limit. In college baseball, the field for the men's college world series is set in Omaha beginning on Friday. And the Razorbacks will take on second overall seed Stanford at one o'clock on Saturday. They'll then play again on Monday against either Ole Miss or Auburn. They'll play at six if the Hogs win on Saturday. If they lose, they'll play an elimination game Monday at 1. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed to play as a tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, this is Jordan Kohler, owner here at Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us best roofing company in the Best of NEA contest and Premier Magazine's contest. Northeast Arkansas has seen its fair share of bad storms, and with that comes storm-chasing companies that don't have your best interests at heart. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky is clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. This is our hometown, too. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands including onward by club car and a large selection of used carts plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season go to neagolfcars.com or call 236 golf for more information it's goodbye can i ride with you guy and hello sweet ride thanks to nea golf cars highway 49 in paragool quick lane in jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires brakes and alignments Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes with tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement, your home for Bad Boy Ferris, Altos, and Xmark, four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hardworking, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Redwood. 
school. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. We're halfway through a Tuesday here on the Workday Red Zone. Appreciate everyone who spent hour one with this. We promise to be just as adequate in in hour two. <laughs> it's June. I'm not sure what kind of monster content we're going to be throwing at you, but uh, but we're here. And uh, coming up in this hour, we're going to chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He will join us at 1.30 today. So we will be looking forward to to that conversation meanwhile today for the kavanaughcars.com question asking you what do you feel like is the smartest move your team has ever made whether that was um, a coaching hire or a player trade or a draft pick or whatever that's what you get to decide on and you can share your thoughts on that with us at 9303776 or on twitter at kara underscore richie also that hashtag is WDRZ. We've shared some of the answers today. We'll continue to share your answers today on social media, but also want to share uh, that you need to check out KavanaughCars.com if you have not already. Again, one of the things that I, I want to mention this week is obviously it is it is hot and miserable and gross and terrible outside, and there's genuinely just no reason to be outside right now. Anything and everything you can do inside, you should. But uh, what's cool here from Kavanaugh is that you can shop inside for a new vehicle you can shop from the comfort of your own couch you can shop in your pajamas uh you can shop i mean you can shop in an evening gown on your couch i mean whatever however you want to dress that's up to you but most importantly you can shop in the air conditioning <laughs> at your home because they have all of their inventory online at kavanaughcars.com but then in addition to that um, they've got different tools there on the website to help you in your car buying purchase so You can go ahead and get pre-approved. You can find out what your trade is worth. If you want to, you don't have to go to the dealership at all. You can buy a car from your house. More information available at KavanaughCars.com. Also, uh, oh, checking in on the Cardinals as they are in action. Of course, if you would prefer to listen to them than us, going to get a little bit in my feelings about it. But uh, that, of course, is airing at 95.9 The Wolf right now on our sister station. But middle of the third uh, for the Cardinals and the Pirates. No runs at this point in time. Pittsburgh with two hits. Cardinals with three hits. But nobody able to really do much at all. So Matthew Libertor watching that ERA come down just a little bit after a appearance last time out where he looked, you know, like a rookie as rookies are prone to do sometimes. But uh, so far, so good today. Again, three innings pitched, three strikeouts, and uh, just a couple of hits allowed. So more on that coming out, coming up throughout the course of the day. He has had a couple walks. So, again, something you would hope to see him cut down on. But sooner or later, that should, in theory, happen. Uh, elsewhere, Warriors... Throughout this stat yesterday, the team that wins Game 5 in a tied-up seven-game series usually go on to win that series about 83% of the time. And the Warriors certainly look like a, a team that is more than capable of being able to 
take advantage of that Game 5 win and, and come away with a, another NBA title. Um, it, it, last night was just, it was really interesting how the game unfolded. It was, it was a good game because it had all these weird runs throughout it. It was, especially with the three-point shooting. The three-point shooting last night was fascinating. Both teams went through extended stretches where they were just trash from deep. Uh, Boston, in particular, went, were they over their first nine? Or maybe even, yeah. Over, yeah, something like that. They were either 0 for 9 or 0 for 12, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. They Okay, excuse me. It was Curry that was 0 for 9, which is unreal in, it, in its own perspective that we'll look at in a moment. But the Celtics missed their first 12 three-pointers of the game and then hit eight in a row. And that helped them erase what was a 51-39 to 39 halftime deficit. And the next thing you know, halfway through the third period, the Celtics had the lead. And... I enjoyed last night's game because there was a substantial amount of time where you really had no idea who was going to be the team left standing at the end. But ultimately, Andrew Wiggins, of all people, had the game of his career, and it ended up being a 104-94 Golden State win. I don't really have, I don't know a ton about Andrew Wiggins. I do imagine that last night felt pretty good for him. You know, I don't know if ever really in his career he has particularly looked like a number one draft pick. You know, very early in his career, like two weeks, two months into his career, something like that, he got traded from the team who drafted him. And he has just never been that guy on any team. Now, obviously, he does not have to be that guy with Golden State because of, of the talent that's already there. But he had, uh, I don't know if it's statistically the best game of his career, certainly uh, the best game of his career in a big moment last night yeah. with with 26 and 13. Of course, what's wild is he missed all six of his three-point attempts. <laughs> Curry was 0 for 9. It's been since November of 2018 since Curry went over, uh, went without, uh, without a triple. And I don't know how many postseason games he's played in his career. I'm sure it's somewhere in one of the write-ups I have pulled up on, on my laptop. But but first postseason game of his career without a three-pointer. So kind of wild to see Curry go from 43 to zero threes in back-to-back games, although he's still probably in the driver's seat for the MVP finals trophy. Yeah, I think so. Assuming that uh, you know Golden State is able to hold on. Ultimately, though... Uh, Boston just was really sloppy. They hurt themselves a lot. Uh, sloppy with too many turnovers. Um, Jason Tatum has turned it over just a whole heap of a lot in this series. And so while there were several different aspects last night that uh, made it kind of not necessarily a well-played game, it was it was thoroughly entertaining. Um, after getting called out by his mama, Draymond Green did play better. <laughs> although he still fouled out, so he did not make uh, Magic Johnson's triple-double prediction come to fruition but he was not as abysmal as he had been in the first four games of that series so uh really hard to kind of wrap your head around Boston coming back from this they've been so good all season in in bouncing back after a loss in fact I think you know, game four and five, having back-to-back losses there, it's the first time they've lost back-to-back games since late March. And that was without their full, you know, complement of players. They were dealing with injury or rest issues or whatever else. But now, you know, losing those two, 
Golden State just having to win one more. It's it's just hard to figure out how Boston comes back and takes this series. Yeah, I agree. I think it's I think Golden State probably closes it out in game six, honestly. Okay. I feel like I've made bad NBA predictions all playoffs and all seasons. I don't know how to throw out throw out a game prediction. But uh I don't know why I'm being so skittish about it. You got a 50-50 shot of getting it right. Yeah. Or I guess, you know, there is still a chance, obviously, that Boston comes back. But, you know, you got, I guess, one out of three. It's either it's either Warriors in six, Warriors in seven, or, or somehow the, the Celtics coming back and getting uh, a win in seven. But I, I lean toward one of those first two options there. As, for several reasons, you know, I, I don't think the, the Celtics will be near as sloppy in game six. But also, you know, how is Steph Curry going to respond to an Ofer game? I feel like he's going to come out shooting from half court. Yeah. And making probably. shots from half court in game 6. It's just it's impossible to see him doing anything even remotely close to replicating that performance. And then one of the things that game 5 showed us is that there are actually warriors capable of stepping up if Curry falters because there really hadn't been that much so far in this series. The team went the the way that Curry went. So if Curry had a bad shooting night or struggled uh, to to be able to be consistent due to the Celtics' defense, there wasn't a lot of hope. Those are the games that the Warriors lost. Then last night, showing they were able to get it done without Curry um, having a good night. You know, that's um, going to be hard not to see again the Warriors being able to come out on top of course that means that this just adds to their legacy you know makes them look like that dynasty that you kind of assumed was over when clay was hurt when Steph was hurt might not be as close to ending as we thought um, now I don't know if if I don't know how many more years Steph has in him uh, I don't know what the future of his ankles look like after that's been kind of an issue for his entire career. But, you know, I felt like there were a couple different times this year where I was, I certainly, I just didn't expect this from the Warriors, to be honest with you. You know, they were great at the beginning of the season, but kind of faltered in the middle of it, you know, ended up in the third spot behind the Grizzlies. And now, lo and behold, uh, they don't quite look like that juggernaut that they did in the mid-teens, obviously, because, you know, nobody's replacing KD, but but still, on the brink of another title. Can close out their fourth championship in eight seasons on Thursday. Got to wait till Thursday for Game 6. Of course, it's also going to be in 8 p.m. finish. Uh, teams with 3-2 leads in the finals are 39-9. and nine. Of course, one team that remembers how it feels to... Not be able to close it out is, of course, Golden State. They've been yeah, in this blew a three-one yeah. lead. They've been in a, a similar situation before, blown it. So it's certainly possible for it to happen again. But I don't think, I don't think the players on that Warriors team, especially guys who were there when that happened before, in Curry and Green and uh, even Iguodala, even though he's not playing a ton in, in Thompson, I don't think there's any way in the world they let that happen again. Uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and, and hit pause here. Want to? 
come back and uh, go through some of your answers to the question today on social media. And then, of course, uh, also dive into some more baseball talk, although we'll switch to some college talk. We'll also come back and update you on a Cardinal score because I, I tell you what, a Cardinal went yard. I'm going to let you guys figure out who it was during the break, and we'll come back and update you right after this on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Here's Brian with another great thing about working at NEA Construction. The non-judgmental attitude of the owners, the willingness for, for someone to go out of their way to help you in every aspect, not only just on the job, but in, you know, in life and focus on another issue inside your life other than just the business side of it. That's really what surprised me the most. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal Opportunity Employer. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Get healthy and get happy with Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Men's Health in Jonesboro. And I'm telling you this as someone who has seen and felt the difference firsthand. Testosterone replacement therapy works. Y'all, my free testosterone levels have increased over 300% thanks to Elite Men's Health. And the truth is most men begin to see a drop in testosterone by the age of 30 and some see it even before that. So why put in so much hard work if your testosterone isn't working for you? It's harder to burn fat, lose weight, and perform at your peak if your testosterone level is low. And if you feel run down and tired all the time, if you feel like you have less strength or less endurance, and if you're struggling to lose weight, you might have low testosterone. So that's why you go by Elite Men's Health for an evaluation. And if your T-levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check out EliteMensHealth.com. Professional, convenient, reliable. You can count on it all at Central Buick GMC. Call today to schedule your service appointment. Central Buick GMC service department is open Monday through Saturday. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Buick GMC. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember GMC. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at Central Buick GMC. Hello, I'm Marissa Jarrett-Winoker. Performing on stage takes mental and physical preparation. But one thing I never thought to prepare for was cervical cancer. 91% of cervical cancers are caused by the human papillomavirus, or HPV. One in every four Americans is infected with HPV. For many people, the virus hides inside them, and they never develop symptoms. 
but for others, HPV links directly to cancer. My cancer almost ended my career. It almost ended me. The good news is, there are vaccines that can protect you or your children from cancer. The HPV vaccine is recommended for children 11 to 12 years old, and a catch-up vaccine may be an option for teens and young adults. Talk to your doctor. You don't want HPV hiding inside of you. Go to thinkaboutthelink.org to learn more. Together, we can stop cancer before it starts. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just about 15 minutes away from a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves' Matt Stoltz. Prior to the break, we told you that a cardinal went yard and asked you to guess who it was. Did you guess Paul Goldschmidt? Because you kind of sort of should have guessed Paul Goldschmidt. Again, he had uh, one game a couple of days ago where he did not get on base. On base streak ended, I think, at 46 games. And I think since then he's been on base in seven of his last eight plate appearances. So (laughs) all that did was make him mad. Uh, He hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the third. So the Cardinals are up two to nothing. Uh, Matthew Libertor comes back, has a one, two, three, top of the fourth. Uh, So headed to the bottom of the fourth at Bush Stadium. Harrison Bader is the player up next. So more on that uh, and more on baseballs. We'll talk about some MLB and also some Omaha stories too. But let's go to the phones and check in with Red Wolf Mark. How are you? Hello, Mr. Well, I'm going to let everybody still know we're, 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 our vacation Bible school went good last night, and we want more kids to come out tonight. Okay. So so come, come and still rest up your kids for vacation Bible school, and uh, bring them in, because we had a lot of fun last night. I want to tell you, all these kids are missing out, so come out tonight. Okay. At Valley Ridge Baptist Church from 6 to 9, so come on out and rest up your kids. Get them out about... about 5.30 and rest them up so they can go to class and everything, and, and, and they'll eat a meal at 6.30, so come on out, and I'm going to get drop my phone number if you need to know where our church is. It's 870-340-8697, and plus I'm going to say go to the Red Wolves, I'm going to say go Kara, and go Cade, and go, uh, and go, and go Matt Stokes. Okay. Because Max Stokes going to come in the studio there in a minute. He is. Yeah, and he's going to come join y'all. He, he'll probably talk about some football or some whatever he wants to talk about, basketball. I think he'll talk about football. You I'm know. glad somebody knows because <laughs> I'm honestly not sure what we're going to ask him about today. So if you say we're going to talk about football, then we'll talk yeah. about football. Yeah, I think that's what he's going to talk about. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, and, and I'm going to say, Max Stokes, go, go, smack, back, Max Stokes, go all the way. Okay. All right. All right. All right. 930 the number to call. Uh, man, that is legitimately the fastest way ever to make me lose any and all train of thought is a Red Wolf Mark phone call, but I think I'm going to just don't really have a good segue out of whatever it was that we were talking about a few moments ago. Not that I even remember that, but... Uh, we'll switch gears and talk about what continues to be my favorite story of the summer. 
and that is Slapgate. The Slap Traversy, Slapapalooza, whatever you want to call it. The story that continues to evolve after Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson. Of course, to get you caught up in case somehow you've been under a rock and you haven't heard anything about this story, Tommy slapped Jock and then everybody else got involved and we found out about this fantasy football league where Mike Trout is the commissioner and Trout filled this in Sunday night about some other uh, information about that league on Sunday Night Baseball, uh, basically letting everybody know that Astros infielder Alex Bregman won last year. The league, by the way, has a $10,000 buyout. But as this story continues to evolve, there are now T-shirts <laughs> in the mix because, of course, there is. Uh, some Giants players took the field for warm-ups Monday in shirts that say stashing players on the IR isn't cheating. Of course, this is part of the storyline that apparently Fam was mad at Peterson for putting players on the IR and then called him out in a group text. And then Peterson sent a gif that made fun of the Padres. And then maybe Snapchat was involved. I don't know. I don't care anymore. I'm just glad that we still get to update this. The cool thing about this is, is just the way that these seasons overlap. In theory... There will be a fantasy draft about a month before the MLB playoffs start. Yeah. So maybe we can get another league update as the <laughs> summer continues. I'm curious now what fam's response will be to the t-shirts. Because he's been kind of quiet about this the past couple weeks. So it's probably about time for him to get back into info- get back in the uh in the conversation. Probably, yeah. I didn't realize the Giants did the shirts, though. That's pretty awesome. It is uh, It is very, very awesome. I'm not sure how many Giants players are wearing the shirts, but it's, it's enough. It's enough. By the way, you, too, can buy a stashing players on the IR isn't cheating shirt from RotoWare. They are legit selling shirts. <laughs> that is uh, one of the good stupid stories around baseball right now. Let's switch gears and throw out a stupid, stupid story uh, from baseball. Of course, uh, College World Series is going to start up on Friday in Omaha. Got games Friday, got games Saturday, got all the brackets set. We know the eight teams, this, that, and the other. But the NCAA went out and did what the NCAA does best, which is something stupid over the past couple days. Uh, a guy out there named Zach Collier was slated to sing at the College World Series in, in Omaha. I think he was um, going to be singing the the national anthem. So apparently this dude's got pipes, right? Well, he is good enough that apparently just like last week, he sang at the Women's College World Series. But I guess Zach Collier, national anthem dude, is a pretty big Sooners fan. Because apparently after his performance at Oklahoma City, he flashed the horns down. So what happens? The NCAA cancels his College World Series performance. Quote, Zach, due to the unsportsmanlike behavior shown after your performance at the Women's College World Series, we need to go in a different direction. You are no longer scheduled to perform at Game 9 of the Men's College World Series. Zach 
Collier, the national anthem singer in question, uh, puts this out on his social media, says he's not going to be singing, but also says, quote, I regret nothing, horns down, end quote. <laughs> so, I mean, I get why they had to do that. I... Texas literally is in the World Series, though, so it makes I sense. know, I know. But they were, I know. I just wanted to complain about it because it's a good way to make fun of the NCAA, and we haven't got to do that in a couple weeks. So I just felt I was getting antsy, getting antsy about it. But uh, but I guess, you know, he's not going to get to be able to flash the horns down. Uh, the action starts Friday, by the way, at 1 o'clock is Oklahoma and Texas A&M. And then the nightcap Friday is Notre Dame in Texas. And then that's, uh, I guess, the top half of the bracket. And then you get to the other four teams in, in the same pool. And it's Arkansas and Stanford playing Saturday at 1, followed that night by Ole Miss and Auburn. Of course, uh, the representation in this year's College World Series, obviously very SEC heavy. So a question to the SEC fans, and of course, uh, Cade here in studio. Do you consider Texas and OU like, SEC bonus teams this year or not? Uh, no. Okay. Because they aren't going to be in the league until 23 or 24 or 25. Who who knows? Yeah. It's still a couple of years down the road, so no. If the timeline was like it is in the Sun Belt and they were joining on July 1st, would it be different? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think so. Okay. Because I know, like, I'm not going to judge an SEC fan for staking, like, a partial claim that Texas and, and OU are in the College World Series. Because goodness knows I've done that throughout the the NCAA tournament in terms of, you know, talking about Southern Miss and how they're the Sun Belt's bonus team or whatever else. So I, I'm not going to judge anybody who goes that route. But, yes, the timeline is um, obviously a little different as Southern Miss becomes a member of the Sun Belt on July 1st. And it could still be as late as 2025 before we see that move uh, happen for Texas and OU, but uh, regardless, we will see college baseball again on Friday. I thought I had, uh, I do, I wanted to share the current odds quickly before we hit pause and uh, welcome Matt Stoltz in studio in the next segment, but it looks like Texas is the current favorite to win the College World Series courtesy of Sports Betting AG, Uh, but they're plus 400, and second on that list, Arkansas at 450, Stanford, then Notre Dame, Ole Miss, Auburn, Oklahoma, Texas A&M considered to be the longest shot of the eight teams remaining. I'm sure if you don't like those, you can probably look somewhere else and get different odds and uh, decide how to uh, how to risk your money. But uh, we'll talk, of course, more about that field as the week progresses. Still two to nothing for Cardinals and Pirates, although there are two on and two out. Right now for Nolan Gorman, so we'll see what happens there. But we do need to take a break. We'll come back. Welcome, Voice of the Red Wolves. Do we call him Matt Stoltz or Matt Stokes? We'll call him one of those when he joins us in studio next. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Central Toyota has your vehicle and your back. And call Central Toyota today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off tomorrow what can be done today. Central Toyota Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Toyota. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Toyota. Schedule your service needs today on Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centraltoyota.com. 
First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. This summer, let's take care of ourselves and our local businesses. And what better way than a getaway in your own home state? Book that river trip. Find that cabin with the view. Plan a trip to the lake, a museum, or your favorite state park. Or head off to a local town that you've always wanted to explore. There's more than ever to discover inside our state's borders. Get inspired at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. Name one of the top staycation cities in the country. Make Fort Smith, Arkansas your vacation headquarters. With a variety of lodging, cultural, and historic attractions, Fort Smith offers plenty of outdoor activities, from skating to biking and hiking. Tour the fabulous downtown with our world-renowned public contemporary art, or take a scenic train ride through the mountains and experience the beauty of the natural state. Make our visitor center your first stop. Start planning now at experiencefortsmith.com. Some days, kids can be all... Or... Other times, they can get a little... Of course, going from... To... Can happen in a... That's childhood. And if anyone understands where kids are coming from... It's Kiwanis. Kids need guidance and the support of their community. And that's why kids need Kiwanis. Our 600,000 members worldwide support the development, education, and imagination of kids wherever they are, every day. Because nothing sounds better than a child with a future. Are the kids in your community getting what they need? Get inspired and get involved. See how kids around the world are heard. Kiwanis.org. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Quick Cardinals update. St. Louis had two on, two out in the bottom of the fourth. And for reasons I cannot explain, 
because I do not have the video. I'm just going by the stat cast. Uh, Yadier Molina, the man who has been the slowest player in baseball for probably about a decade now, was caught stealing to end the inning. I don't know if it was a failed hit and run or what. What was supposed to be going on there? But that's uh, you not, know, not something that he's made been me trying happy. a lot of new things this season. Uh, he's had not one but two pitching performances this season. Um, he he has I can't remember what his ERA is. It was you know like twenty seven or something, but he's lowered that. Is recorded a strikeout? It's been unreal. <laughs> he may not be stealing many more bases though. Better not. Knows what's good for him. No, I'm kidding. Anyways, uh, <laughs> welcome back. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, is with us in studio. Hello. What's going on today? No, I'm just hanging out with you guys. Okay. Now, there are probably people who would look at, you know, what you do. And, of course, the, the time we hear from you the most is football, basketball, baseball season. And think mm-hmm. that this is a slower time for you in off season, But... Well, we yeah, know. it is. It's I mean, slower in it, uh, slower. comparison, but... You've still got a lot going on. Absolutely. I mean, there, there's uh, there's still plenty of work to be done. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be until August and September before we get into the really fun stuff. And I know at the same time, you guys, Kara, Cade, are, are trying to do all you can to fill time until football season gets here, right? Yes. I mean, we... Uh, we are just full of nonsense for probably about the next, at least the next six weeks until we get to Sunbelt Media Day. <laughs> well, I always admire how how you, you still come up with good topics every day. And I know you got to get creative with some of these questions of the day. What is it today, by the way? What's the smartest move your team's ever made? We've looked at trades, at different hires, things like that. I thought Colin had a good answer on Twitter, and one we even talked about at the beginning of the show, but changing the mascot from the Indians to the Red Wolves. Now, obviously, the Arkansas State, out, yeah, Arkansas State had a little bit of an assist from the NCAA on that, <laughs> but you know, ultimately, what the university decided to go with was completely in in their own hands, and Red Wolves turned out to be a pretty good one. Yeah, that that worked out just fine. I thought that was uh, a very well, yeah, you had to do it, but I thought the choice of the Red Wolves ended up being a great one, and just the fact that we've marketed the Red Wolves so well uh, over the course of what is now 14 years. Can you believe it's been 14 years since all that went down? I still remember you know, going into A&M, uh, the first game we were the Red Wolves, yeah. and and calling that football game and just trying to tell myself that entire offseason that we're the Red Wolves now. And you know how we go to our, our breaks and we have our cues for, for our affiliates. And, you know, for you know, of course you hear it now. I mean, it's Red Wolves football. We'll yeah. continue in a moment. And, of course, at, at that point, for, for several years, for three years leading into that, everything was Indian. So... I remember going into the booth that night and me and Coach Keedy and Bobo all kind of were were uh, betting that we wouldn't be the ones to <laughs> to say Indians first. And anyway, if it was me, I got, uh, of course, at the end of three quarters, 
we're sensing that, hey, we may be able to win this game. Yeah. And, of course, we, we go on to win. But I remember going into that break after the end of the third quarter, and, and I can't remember what the score was, but, you know, after three – you know, give the score, and then Indian, well, Red Wolves football will continue in a moment. But that that was the only real slip-up I remember having once we transitioned. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was a great move for, for the Red Wolves. If you're going, if you're asking me, like, as far as uh, professional sports teams, mm-hmm. I guess the first thing I thought of was way back when, the Mavericks drafted, well, you know, you, you remember Dirk Nowitzki and yes. his in, incredible career. And he, you know, plays 20 years with one team. He's the only person to ever do that in the NBA. And um, anyway, or 21, I'm sorry. Kobe played 20 with the Lakers and then Dirk went 21 with, with the Mavericks. But on draft night, People don't remember that Dirk was actually drafted by the Bucks. The Mavericks had drafted Robert Tractor Trailer out of Michigan. In uh, on that night, of course, you know after the the Dirk pick, and, and they were in love with Dirk from the yeah. start. So that was a draft night trade: Dirk Nowitzki for Robert Tractor Trailer, and one that I'm sure Milwaukee Bucks fans have cringed you know every time they've thought about it ever since but yeah I, i'd say that was the the biggest moment in maverick history see i'll be honest with you i did not remember that story i cannot ever think of a time when that's about that's about the most one-sided yeah. trade in <laughs> draft night history but i had always associated dirk with being, you know, a Maverick, never realized, never realized that even though it was for a very small amount of time very, that he was very in the small, box. Yeah. But uh, I, I think I realized, I became aware of that story just a couple of hours ago when Brian on Twitter answered oh, with he, your answer as well. Thing. So okay. same wavelength there. Way to go, Brian. For you guys uh, bringing up that trailer <laughs> to Nowitzki trade. But uh, the question kind of inspired by Brock Brolio, which the anniversary of that is is tomorrow for the Cardinals and the Cubs. Well, and then you go back, well, just a few years ago and Luka Doncic on yeah. draft night was drafted by the Hawks and Trey Young was drafted by the Mavericks. That was a draft night trade and one that I, I guess you could say was a lot more even than, yeah. than the other one think both franchises yeah yeah they're they're doing fine i did fine on that one but uh definitely uh, some good answers today on social media and we'll come back uh, before we wrap things up today and and share some of those other answers uh meanwhile of course one thing that is going to keep you busy this off season you've still got the uh, the podcast coming out yeah had a new one drop this morning with was it darius dunaway that, that joined you guys yeah darius and for those who don't know yeah he he played at a state and, and was part of the football team from 2009 to 2013. He redshirted in 2009, so he played from 2010 to 2013. So he wasn't 5-5, five and five, but he played for four different yeah. head coaches during his time at A-State. And his story, if you've never heard Darius's story, uh, it's, it's one unlike any you've ever heard. And, you know, it just was born into these horrible conditions. And... Uh, you know, saw some things that, that no kid uh, should ever have to see. And, you know, grew up in, in a really rough environment in Mon- Monroe, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And 
anyway, just uh, his faith is a big part of his story. And getting here to Arkansas State uh, is uh, just amazing. I mean, the, the, the fact that he graduated high school in the family that he came from was a huge accomplishment. And then to come to Arkansas State and accomplish what he did and, and graduating here and then, you know, how he ended up, you know, being a part of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here it is an amazing story in itself. He was selling cars at one point after he graduated here and ended up being called into, uh, you know, the uh, uh, FCA and is just changing lives on a daily basis. But uh, one of my favorite people, I always look forward to seeing Darius and uh we talk about his journey, but there's a lot of great stories we cover oh, in bet. this podcast about, you know, those players that he played with and his relationship with guys like DeMario Davis. Uh, there's some really good DeMario stories in, in the podcast. And, and uh, you know, these guys stay so close. That's one thing about those teams back then. They have – and really, I didn't know – and I think Ryan Applin had told me about this at one point, but – just being around Philip Butterfield as much as we have over the last year and, and growing, you know, so much closer with him. You know, he talks about this text group that they have all the time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's a ton of players on it from back in those days, those championship teams. And they text every single day still that, that text group stays extremely active. And, you know, just about any name you can think of is involved in that group. In that group. So the, you know, that, that time period is so special in A-State football history. But, you know, Darius talks about it a lot. I mean, the relationships that were formed back then are, are as strong as ever today. So uh, I thought that was really cool. And we, and we talked a lot about that. Big uh, Darius Dunaway fan here is he actually showed up on a Saturday to keep me company when we had uh, an interesting football broadcast day. You guys were without some equipment for a little bit. I kind of got thrown into the fire yeah. on a uh, network broadcast. And Darius showed up the, at, at uh, J-Towns to hang out with me and keep me company for a second. That was the Coastal segment. Carolina yeah. game, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a day I'll never forget. <laughs> I had actually, for those who don't know, I had called a game, a basketball game, the night before at Abilene Christian and flew the day of uh, we had an afternoon game at coastal carolina so i had to fly to uh to myrtle beach mm -hmm. the day of and i made it on time but the equipment bag did not make it on time so that's kind of the risk that that you're running there and uh, i remember just uh just calling you and you handled it really well but yeah you had to handle uh the first hour or so of our our network pregame show before we we finally got up and running and ready to go so thanks to darius yeah uh, he was really that. the mvp of the day turns out uh that is um gosh i went back and looked because i was curious so it's now been about 10 months of podcasts so we're probably looking at about 40 somewhere in in that neighborhood that was 46 that was 46 today. okay yep. so i was a little bit under there do you have a favorite you know w what's amazing is every single week we're getting these amazing <laughs> interviews and I, I thought it'd be cool being able to to do this uh to sit down and, and kind of do these long form interviews which i enjoy and really getting to know these people but i mean just it, it seems like it, it's getting better every week i mean just these these stories that we're hearing 
the interview we did with Darius is, is the longest interview we've done. We went over an hour with Darius and um, probably could have gone at, at least another yeah. hour just you know, based on our conversation and, and everything that we could cover with them. But yeah, just the stories we've heard and the passion that, that comes across uh, for Arkansas State and, you know, how much uh, how much they love the university, how much they love uh, their particular program. I mean, it's it's really, really encouraging to hear these stories. And, and I'm, I look forward to it every single week. It's been fun. Again, uh, the latest episode of the Second to None podcast dropped this morning, so you can find that wherever you get your podcast. Correct. Okay. I want to remind everybody, too, and I know you'll be talking about it uh, Friday night, the uh, celebration of life service for Coach Lacewell out at First National (laughs) Bank Arena. And, you know, it's – uh, it's something that uh, look an event like that you, you don't usually say you look forward to it but I am you know looking forward to kind of hearing stories about coach Lacewell yeah. because look every time you hear a coach Lacewell story you tend to smile really big and and I think there's a lot of people uh, a lot a lot of uh really recognizable names that will be in Jonesboro Arkansas on Friday night uh people that were really close to Coach Lacewell are going to be there. Um, I am uh, very honored to be part of that event on Friday night. So I I think that uh, uh, everybody that comes out, I know they want to pay their respects and uh, come out to First National Bank Arena. This is is your opportunity. And, of course, uh, the uh, th- that event gets going at six o'clock on on Friday. So if you can make it, uh, I'm sure that uh, you know it, it's something that uh, you know a, a lot of uh, a lot of people want to attend, and and hopefully you're able to make it out there. Again, Friday night uh, is when that will get underway. But uh, Stolte, we'll let you get back to your busy work in the off season. Yeah. I've always got time for you guys. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Never too busy for that. We uh, we do have one more break to take. We'll go ahead and hit that and come back, uh, check in on the Cardinals, and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. Don't settle for okay when you can have J&K this summer. Gail and I have been very busy following the high school basketball team with her granddaughter playing basketball. We lost the final game of the regional tournament. It was a great game, pulling out of the gym that night. I said, it was a great game even though we lost. And Gail said, buckle your seatbelt. And I said, my seatbelt is buckled. And she said, the thing keeps dinging. And I said, maybe you need to buckle yours. That was funny. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. 
The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Company. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any state park visitor center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Chris Domine is a husband and a father. Chris is an athlete. Chris is even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris was facing a very different story because his kidneys were failing. Basically, the doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant and if you don't do dialysis, you, you are going to die. Fortunately, Chris received a second chance at life, made possible by an organ donor. You know, your well-being changes from loss of hope to hope to better times ahead. More than 100 million people in America are registered organ, eye, and tissue donors. People of every age and ethnicity because they believe it's the right thing to do. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Papi. Yes, mija. I love walking around our block. <laughs> Me too. It's just like walking around the world, but it doesn't take as long. Hmm, that would take a long time. No, really. My friend Kayla's from India, and Lily's family is from China. And Beza travels a lot to see her family in Ethiopia. And don't forget the Murphys. I really like our neighborhood and all the families from different places. We're lucky, sweetie. We live in a diverse community. Diverse? Yeah. It's a place where people from all different backgrounds come together and live and share and appreciate everything that makes us special. I like it. Neighborhood diversity promotes a greater sense of engagement, teaches that stereotypes are wrong, and better prepares our children for the global community. To learn more about how the Fair Housing Act promotes diversity, visit hud.gov slash fairhousing. The Fair Housing Act prohibits discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, and familial status. A message from the Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the program. We'll throw out your answers to the KavanaughCars.com question before we get out of here. As so many of you weighed in on Twitter today, we've been asking you what's the smartest move your team ever made. We've changed, uh, or excuse me, shared some of the answers throughout the day. But Jason, a Mets fan, said Steve Cohen buying the Mets from the Will Ponds. Yeah, the Will Ponds were a disaster. Jay Burr, big Heat fan, mentioned the signing of the MV3 there. Some A-State answers. Some answers we've already shared regarding several different Cardinal trades. 
apologize if I didn't mention yours. Uh, Justin sends out a couple three. The Cardinals, not the Cardinals, excuse me, the Red Wolves. Uh, bringing in Hugh Freeze, the Grizz drafting John Morant, and uh, Nick Foles to the Phillies as well. Justin is an Eagles fan, so that is the latest news there. Uh, we'll update you on the Cardinals in a moment, but do want to share an update uh, in regards to a former Red Wolf. Is A-State guard and Jonesboro native Desi Seals appears to be headed to Kansas State. No, I do not know if he is eligible to play, if he needs a waiver, if he's going to be eligible, if the NCAA is doing blanket waivers, if he's graduated, anything. I, I do not know. I just know that he has put out a short video on his social media uh, stating that he is going to Kansas State. So that's the only answer I got for you. D-Money is with us on the phone. How are you? I'm doing well, and this is an easy answer for an Alabama fan. That would be hiring Nick Saban. <laughs> yes, that that would be a no-brainer. Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy one. But, uh, no, I, I think that the, the Hugh Freeze move at A-State really ushered in a good, more modern era of football being played at A-State, and uh, it led to a lot of good things. I know we've been down a couple last years, but – Things are going to get back on track. Okay. Well, have a good day. Everybody stay stay cool out there. It's going to be difficult. Yeah, no doubt. Stay hydrated, D-Money. Thanks for the phone call. Yes, ma'am. Wrapping up uh, today's show by looking one more time at what's going on with the Cardinals. So right prior to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz joining us in studio, I, I griped at Yadier Molina because I thought he got thrown out on trying to steal third. Can figure out, you know, was it a failed hit and run? What was going on? Because surely, surely it was not just a straight up steal. Well, turns out it wasn't any of the above. Is sometimes when you follow the stat cast, you don't get the correct information. Instead, he advanced to third on a balk, and then that meant Edmundo Sosa also advanced on a balk. Then Nolan Gorman walked to load the bases, and then Paul Goldschmidt hit into a fielder's choice. And that play is all kinds of weird because basically Nolan Gorman intentionally ran, overran second base. So that way he would get hung up between second and third. And that allowed Yachty to score before Sosa was eventually called out. So if you're scoring it at home, instead of it being a routine inning, inning ending, 6-4 fielder's choice. It was a 6-4 to 2-5 to 4-2 to 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 run scoring fielder's choice to end the inning. Got it? Okay. No wonder Stadcast got all yeah, about it. Uh, yeah, I don't... <laughs> I can understand why. Uh, but uh, that was a really long way to say the Cardinals are now leading Pittsburgh 3 to nothing in the top of the six. Uh, that game will continue on the Wolf today. Of course, game two coming up tonight at 6.45 on the Wolf as well. But how about you just keep it here on the ticket? Before we tell you what's coming up next, I do want to say thanks to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for joining us in studio. If you missed that chat, you can find it later at 953theticket.com. But again, keep it here. Kate and Andrew are next on the setup. Following that, stick around for The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And then the court, uh, the Workday Red Zone, I almost said the Cardinals because, of course, a tweet just popped up with their video on it, and I can't talk and read at the same time. The Workday Red Zone returns tomorrow at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.
fresh blood.